Hey everyone, Todd here along with Anna Gatlin from Sixth Sense Paranormal. And we also have Krista sitting in with us tonight. It's just going to be a great episode, folks. And speaking of episodes, on this episode, we're going to have Nick Carboni with Old World Paranormal. This guy is incredible, folks. He really does give back to the paranormal community. And he is very active in the paranormal community as well. It's going to be a great episode. Stay with us here. So grab yourself a drink and a snack. Turn the lights off on the way back. Find yourself a nice comfy spot and enjoy this episode of Paranomaly. I'm here. <laughs> All right. So, Nick, <laughs> how you been, buddy? Oh, I'm living the dream. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> tell, where was you just at? Was you just at? Tell me what, where you just was. Oh, we <laughs> were recently at the Bel Air House. That's it. So, how did it go? The Bel Air House. Uh, it went. Uh, it was an all right night. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, we got some good interaction. I mean, we have yet to go through any footage, to be honest with you. So I don't know what like evidence we've caught. But, I, I you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful home. And I think it's, an alo- uh, it's a location that I would probably book two or three nights and just stay in the house and see what happens type of thing. Nice. Huh. And who all was there with you? I can't remember. Oh, let's see. Everybody uh, on the on my uh, old world paranormal society crew. So let's see. We had uh, Angie and I, and uh, my daughter Gabby, her boyfriend Josh, Mo, uh, and then my two boys, Alex and Anthony. Oh, nice. And then midway through the night, um, Jennifer and Sean from Bump of the Night Society out of Pittsburgh they came up and joined us. Oh, nice. They're a uh, bump in the night came. Yep. Wow. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, they're 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 nice people. So, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Old World Paranormal. Well, geez, let's see here. Uh, well, uh, I founded Old World Paranormal Society back in. Uh, 2016, 2017, something like that. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, lifelong fan of the paranormal, lifelong experiences the paranormal, but I never really had the itch to actually become a paranormal investigator or researcher. Um, I actually went through a pretty nasty divorce and I was staying in the house remodeling and I had a load of stuff going on in the house where I was actually being attacked. Oh, wow. So <clears throat> I had uh, I had called my sister for some help because she she dabbled in this stuff a little bit and uh, she got in contact with a guy named Randall Smith. He's a very well known shaman, and he comes up here to where I'm at and uh, he cleared my house. And when I came back in the house after that situation. It was like uh, the most peaceful thing I've ever walked into in my life. And wow. it's very, I don't know. I was, I was taken back by the whole situation. I was happy. I mean, and when Randall left, I had looked at my sister and was like, we got to do this. And yeah. So we started out, we figured it out. I mean, we, we started a group, and the whole mindset behind Old World Paranormal Society was just to do residential cases for people to uh, to to help them in their situation like I was helped. Right. So, That's and, awesome. Yeah, and you just went – you just kept going from there, huh? Yeah, it, you know, we, we, we started out like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll do a little hobby, and if people call, we'll go and help, and it just – we got the name out there and what we were doing and it just, we were like, okay, this just escalated real quickly. <laughs> you know, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. It wasn't until maybe 
two years ago that I was like, you know what? Hey, let's go out and have some fun and start going to these bigger locations. You know, I never really had the the, the desire to do it. So we, we started traveling around and going to check some of these well-known places out. Nice. That's awesome. So what's like the most haunted place you've ever been? I have, to, I have to ask that. Your house? My, my, my house. <laughs> Me too. I've um, had that same answer. <laughs> uh, no, the most haunted place is, to be honest with you, and I, I'm not just tooting our own home, our, our uh, own, own horn, I should say, um, is the Bell Mansion that we run. I, I was just going to ask you about that. Uh-huh, and, me and, too. Uh, yeah, that's like everybody, like you're so right on that with that Bell Mansion. I, I need to know about it. Can you please give us a mm-hmm. little bit about that? Yes. Yeah. I, oh, guys, it's, it's just a magical place, you know, and we just started it in, in mid-December. We went public with it, and it's just been crazy ever since. And, of course, it's a new location, so everybody's going to. You know, hear oh, yeah. about it, and they're gonna—it's gonna pique their interest in in stuff like that. But as far as the story that goes down with it is, you know, a mutual friend of mine—he comes. You know, I own—I own my own flooring company, so we were out at a job site, and he comes. He drives to Huntington just to, just to meet me, and he goes, "Hey, my wife's boss just bought this old building downtown." They want to know if it's haunted. Would you guys be interested in coming investigating? And I'm like, and he told me what it was. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Of course. Duh. You know? <laughs> so, you know, this is like a month after they bought the building. And so we go in and investigate and we were just blown away. And then I I invited uh, the Paris sisters to come and join us on one. And then uh, Phil Gibson with Heart City Paranormal. He came down a month later and, and investigated with us. And immediately the next day, Phil calls me. He's like, dude, you got to do whatever you do to open this place up to the public. I said, it ain't up to me. I wish it was. And, Man. you know, and of course, that's where I had met Angie. And, you know, we, we kind of clicked. And, you know, we, we've been together ever since. And then now, you know, when Angie got involved, she didn't know anything about the paranormal. She was a skeptic. She was like, what are you guys talking about? And. Now she's a full believer and she's 100% into it, you know, and we, we begged her parents cause her parents own the building. We begged for months and months and months for the opportunity and we kind of gave up and, you know, we get a call in November from her dad and says, Hey, do you think this paranormal thing would work? And we were like, hell yeah, it'll work. And here we are. So <laughs> that's, that's well, awesome. So when can I come? <laughs> uh, you guys come up anytime. We're up here in Fort Wayne. Uh, don't tempt me because I will. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be disappointed. I tell you that. I didn't think I would be. I think it's going to be very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's a very unique, unique place. I mean, there there are a lot Tell of spirits in there. Yeah, just I mean, oh, so, other random spirits. Like, what's the building like? Okay, so it's it's a mansion. It was it was built in 1893 by Robert and Clara Bell, and they lived there till 1904. Except for Robert, he died in his bedroom in 1901, and then from 1904 to 1926, the uh, a family called the Nobles owned it. And then in 26, they decided to sell, and they sold to an undertaking family called the Clanes. And from 1926 to 2018, it was an active funeral home. Now, you look at wow. the outside of the building, it looks like, a, you know, almost like a castle type of deal. You would never really know. And even walking into it now, you know, you really wouldn't tell that it was a funeral home, except for the second floor has a pretty big embalming room in it. <laughs> You wow. Know. <laughs> that, so, yeah, that's that's trippy right uh, there. Yeah, you know, unless you know, unless you just got some really weird homeowners that are into that shit. <laughs> Other than that, um it, it's just it's unique. You know, a lot of places you go in, you get mixed feelings, you know, you get a lot of stories. There's there's so so many malevolent spirits, or there's there's demons and there's portals and blah 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 blah. You know, our location, I'm telling you, there, there's none of that there. 
And and I just know that personally from investigating for the last 14, 15 months. And there are so many spirits that are so happy and eager to communicate because now you have a sense of there's not people coming for sadness and death and ignoring them. There's people that are genuinely just coming because they want to talk to you. And these spirits are like, hell yeah, I'm on board. And, you know, the balming room, we've got a lot of interesting characters in there. The whole third floor is just crazy active. Crazy active. I mean, you will you will legit get full body apparitions. You will get shadow figures, disembodied voices, you know, wow. footsteps, doors closing, EVPs. They love REM pods. They can manipulate the REM pods. You just tell them what color you want, and they'll they'll like make it that color. Oh, it's wow. not just it's not just make you know tripping the REM pod to make it go off. I mean, legit. Like, hey, will you light that up blue for me? Like, it'll light up blue. Okay. Well, how about purple? So very intelligent. Yes. Yes. Awesome. That's the way to communicate. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 a fully historic building. I mean, it's fully furnished. It's heated. I mean, it's. It, we've been dubbed the Ritz Carlton of, of paranormal. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. So, like, were there any tools left when you guys took over from any of the embalming area from the funeral home? Um, like specific tools, no, but we have two of the original embalming tables that are there. We have really old journeys in the basement. We have really old body boxes. We have baby body boxes. We have suitcases that undertakers used to take to people's homes when funerals were at home. Um, wow. bed they used to take to people's homes. I mean, there's they just left so much stuff. And, you know, and of That's course, the paranormal community good. is going to eat it up. So we just left it out. <laughs> and, and Nick, I when, mean, it's, but it's a huge trigger object. That just laying right there, that's a huge trigger object. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Nick, what did you say was on the third floor? The third floor, okay, the third floor is very unique. So originally to the house, when you go up to the third floor and you take a left, everything up there originally was for entertainment. So there was a ball. There's a ballroom up there. One room is a poker room, and the other room was a billiards room. Now, if you went up the stairs and went to the right, there's one more room, and that was the second servant's bedroom. Now, you legit and. We believe there's probably six or seven, eight spirits just in the servants' room. You know, Mr. Bell's wow. there, Mr. Noble, the second owner's there. There's a guy named David there. There's a, a woman in the billiards room, which we don't have a billiards table. It's set up like a bedroom right now. Um, we think her name is Gail. There's a bunch of characters in the ball. I mean, there's just so many. And we, every day, I, I swear every day we're, we're learning something new. It's like, huh. it, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. That's great. I'd never leave. I just investigate that until I was just retired. I don't think I'd ever get tired of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just, I'm, don't tempt me. Cause I'm going to pack a bag. <laughs> <laughs> so what, yeah, what, you, is there a basement in that place? There is, yes, yes. There's for every every square inch uh, uh, above is the same amount in the basement. It's a it's a massive basement. Um, wow. We have two rooms in the basement that are finished, and we set those up for actually like a nerve center for when we rent it out to to private groups. So you have we have tables and chairs down there. There's a fridge. We always have water in it. We always have snacks down there. There's a microwave. I mean, anything and everything you could think of you would need, minus, you know, the equipment you need. And then the room adjacent to it has a men's and women's restroom. And the bonus of having all that together and in the basement is because the sound doesn't travel up from there. 
So you can legit, you know, if you have a big group, you can go down and some people could be in the nerve center and not affecting anybody else in the house as far as uh, contaminating their evidence. Oh, nice. That's that's definitely a plus. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can that yeah, that would be that would be good. That's a big plus. I don't know a lot of other places that are offer anything close to that. Yeah, not not a lot. Yeah, because you, you couldn't go to like Velisca and do that because there's no that place is so thin. It's paper thin. It really right. is. I think I would like the third floor. The, the best. Third floor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to get over there, and Nick can show us all about that third floor. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you guys wouldn't be disappointed. So I don't think I would be. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say. I I think I'd I'd be pretty much at home there. So what else you got going on, Nick? Oh man. Well, let's see here. Uh, Sean and I on the team. We we do our own podcast on Sundays. We just filmed one with Michelle or our second one with Michelle Belvinjay. She's so amazing. Nice. Uh, if you guys ever get a chance to talk to her on your podcast, get her because you guys will be blown away. Oh, that's awesome. The knowledge, the okay. knowledge she has of not only the paranormal and mediumship, but every, anything and everything occult is fascinating. It's just fascinating. And wow. I could just sit there. I, sometimes I'm talking to her and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to speak too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there like staring at her, like listening to her. You know, like last <laughs> night, we, we legit talked an hour about vampires. Oh, nice. And I didn't ever think I would have a conversation about vampires, let alone an hour long. Vampires. But it was very, very interesting what she had to say about them. So. Vampires. That's, oh, wow. That's kind of like me. <laughs> I, I, I'm talking to Nick right now, and I'm, I'm kind of like in awe, and I, I can't remember what I want to say. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, I mean, we're, we're always busy. We We sleep when we try to. <laughs> you know <laughs> we we actually we we booked the Bel Air house for our crew members because you know they help us out me and Angie so much at the Bell they sacrifice so much of their time to help us you know obviously the you know the the bonus for them is they get to investigate anytime they want to as long as there's nobody in the building type of thing but so awesome. you know we want we wanted to pay it forward, you know, and we asked him, he's like, Hey, pick a location and, you know, we'll pay for it and let's go investigate. And they, you know, they picked the Bel Air house. So that's wow. why we went. Wow. That's awesome that you do that for, for them. But as far as the bell, yeah, we got so much stuff coming up. I mean, this Saturday we've got, um, we've got Brian Murray, Rachel Stratton and Dustin Perry coming for an event. Uh, oh, wow. they'll be here Saturday night for a meet and greet and uh, paranormal investigating. And then wow. um, in May, we were doing what's called a bell bazaar and we're going to have 30 plus vendors in the building. We're going to have four or five food trucks outside. We're having oh, wow. actual, the original Michael Myers will be there. Oh, nice. He, he will be doing what? the original Michael Myers. Yeah. He's he will be, be there. <laughs> the guy who played Michael Myers is going to be there? Yeah, in the original movie in 1978. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Count me in. <laughs> He'll be Count there doing in. meet and greet. <laughs> and uh, it'll be a fun time. And then um, the beginning of June, um, was it, how do they say it? Flamurio Promotions? Ray Savino's company? Uh, uh, Savino. Yeah, he's got some. He's yeah. got some uh, people coming up in early June for an event. So, yeah, we're getting out there, and I mean, we we've, we've had people all over the country so far have come and checked out the building, and you know, we're just we're just excited, and we're honestly blessed to to have this opportunity, and, and you know, Angie's parents allowing us to have this opportunity. Do let everybody come and enjoy it like we have for the past, you know, 14, 15 months. That's awesome. Now, before you, before this became um, for paranormal, 
what mm-hmm. was what was the Bell Mansion actually used for? Was it like a bed and breakfast? Not a bed and breakfast, but like a. Um, I, I remember you said at the very beginning, um, it was like a Ritz Carlton. Oh it, no! It was it was an active funeral home until 2018, and then the funeral home put it up for sale, and it sat empty for two years until uh, Angie's parents bought it. Now, did they have like something specific in mind when they purchased the? the- yeah, yeah. Originally, it was going to be an Airbnb, and my my cats are fighting. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, when they originally bought the building, the they wanted to do a B and B, and they wanted to see if it was haunted to to advertise it as a haunted B and B. Now, I got you. with being the historical factor and doing the change of the use of the building, the cost of putting in a sprinkler system, repairing the freight elevator, and a bunch of other stuff was going to be approximately about three quarters of a million dollars Wow! on additional wow. of what was purchased for the building. So, you know, that plan obviously got scrapped and thank God it did, because if not, we would never have the opportunity to do what we're doing. Wow. wow. Yeah. With opportunity knocks, you take it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was just <laughs> curious because, you know, a lot of people that, well, you know, if they're going to make some kind of a and b or something, they don't want nobody to know that it's haunted. That's why I was asking, how did it come about to use it for the paranormal, for research? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that that discussion, what was huh. said behind closed doors before that. I don't know. You know, it, it was it was a roller coaster ride with, you know, they... They wanted us in there to see if it was haunted, and you know, I, I, I had, I don't know, probably six or seven pages of, of logged evidence to show them, and then something happened, and then they weren't interested in it being haunted. It was not necessarily the owners, but it, the other partner at stake, and it just it became a heated mess, and then we just was like, all right, uh-huh. we're done, and then you know, I was honestly, That's Angie good. and I just. We just let it go. We were like, it ain't going to happen and just move on. Right. And and then you get a phone call and you get the opportunity. Like you said, you get it. You just run with it. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a heck of a thing. And, and what you're yeah. doing is awesome. You know what? We're looking at that picture of the embalming room. Do you see the window in the back? Isn't that the coolest? Is that a window? I think that's a window. Yeah, that, you're probably looking at it. It looks like a really small, it's kind of curved at the top. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really tiny window. That's so cool looking. <laughs> Excuse me. Actually, what's next door to us is a place called the Pfeiffer House. In the Pfeiffer House, it's extremely haunted, too. Um, they used to allow paranormal investigating in that in that complex years ago. I mean, they've had film crews there, YouTube people documentary people there and they ran it out of that place all the time and then i don't know the owner decided he was done with it but he still talks about how haunted the building is so i, I don't know huh. but and that one's right next year's you yeah, can probably see right it out that window that's, wow <laughs> oh. wow okay well, that, that would be good I've got for a like a thousand if, questions well, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> i don't know where to start Annie, no, i don't know where to start <laughs> And if you got questions, go ahead and shoot them out there. Yeah, okay, I, I'll answer um, them the best I can. <laughs> okay. Um, has anyone had the like a not a demonic experience, but any kind of bad experience, like a negative spirit, or just you know different than a kindred spirit being around them? Yeah, yeah. I always say, how do I put this? And this is just from experience and, and trying to understand it, you know, the past few years, everybody is different and each location affects everybody differently. Why is that? I'm not hundred percent sure. You know, there are certain cases where people call us and they're like, look, we're not going in the basement. There's something in the basement <laughs> and it's just horrible. Um, 
you know, we've had people tell us, you know, well, I felt like I was bum rushed and, and, you know, it was a really negative feeling. And then, you know, we've had people sure. call us, they were like, well, I've been sick for two days since being there and stuff like that. And we're just like, Angie and I are looking at each other like, what are you people talking about? There's nothing like wow. that. You know, yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's true though. Everybody's different. Everybody is different. Everybody's opened up to the paranormal a little differently mm -hmm. and it affects exactly. each person differently, you know? Exactly. And you don't know what that person is also invited in. Right. Which, you know, we, we've had, unfortunately, a, a cast of characters that came in the building and tried to pull something one night. You know, I was just going to ask. Ooh. Thankfully, we caught on to it rather quickly wow. and and squashed that. <laughs> but you know, we 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 have a guy in the house that he's an older gentleman. His name is David, and he no joke, he's a pervert. So I I tell everybody on the tours like, hey, you know, especially the women, like if you felt like your butt got grabbed or your chest. <laughs> Oh my God! That was most likely that was most likely David. Oh <laughs> you know, I mean, some women oh. in the second or third floor servants' bedroom have had their hair pulled on the bed. Oh wow! You know, now do I think that's something malevolent or negative? I really don't. It could be something playful because you really don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, I could be completely wrong. It could be something negative. But could also be something playful. We honestly don't know. And it's hard to prove either way. Exactly. You know? That's the hard part. But you, you've had enough people in there, though, investigating that if it was something evil, you would know by now. Uh -huh. Oh, absolutely. 100% absolutely. Right. And is is there like um, – I, I know that you get like a lot of adult – type of spirits it, do you ha is there children running around there too oh yeah, oh, yeah. Good, good, good one we have uh, uh three three kids Aww. um one in the basement um her name is samantha she's about four or five years old she Aww. uh she likes to play hide and seek down there a lot you occasionally she'll come through like a spirit box or portal box um I'll be honest with you. Most of the time, the only way to get her is through the SLS. And I'm not really a big fan of the SLS, to be honest with you. But she just, she died in a house fire. And I just think oh, wow. she doesn't look very good. So she doesn't like want to show herself. She doesn't think she so. feels pretty. And then we have a, another David in the house, a little boy. He's he's about nine or ten, and he is just full of life in the afterlife. Wow! He he just runs around the building like no no, <laughs> no care in the world. Um, and then we have a doll in our dining room. That this is the interesting one. So um, Josh, one of our investigators, he he bought this doll and. It ended up being haunted, and the the boy that haunts or is attached to the doll is named Scott. And what we've learned about Scott is when he first got here, he was a very angry spirit. But now he is living his best life in the afterlife. He, okay, so he died when he was 14. He was born in 1977. He died in 1991. Wow. He, uh, his favorite band is Nine Inch Nails. Now, the very, very early days. Remember, he died in 91. <laughs> His favorite game was D&D. &D. Do, you know, do you guys know what D&D &D is? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> he, he was an elf wizard. I don't remember the name. His, name. Um, his favorite food is spaghetti. His favorite color is green. And one of the favorite ways he likes to communicate is through the Ouija board. And what's oh. very unique about this, and we'll have to we'll have to post a video on this. He likes to mosh on the Ouija board. So if you play like late '80s, early '90s hard rock, you know, like Metallica, Pantera, Megadeth, something like that. 
he will literally make that planchette zoom and circle so fast you can't keep your fingers on it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And <laughs> he runs around with uh, little David a lot in the house. So you know, it, it, it's kind of a cool story. You know, you, you buy a haunted doll and you find out it's a very angry spirit. And you, you got yeah. that, you got that angry spirit to like not be angry anymore. It's kind of cool. Right. That is pretty cool. Yes. So tell me, tell me about corn. Corn, you want to know about corn, huh? <laughs> I do. I, I just, I'd seen the picture. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that was a very unique and awesome evening. So, you know, Angie and I, we, we run our heads ragged with this building. And, you know, on top of everything else we're doing. So we were so exhausted that Sunday night. We actually went home early. We crawled in bed probably 7 p.m. And wow. Uh, I think Angie was changing or something. I was already laying in bed and uh, her phone rings and I'm like, Hey babe, your phone's ringing. She's like, I'm done. I'm done talking to people. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm done. We'll, just, we'll, we'll just let it go to voicemail. But what was weird, I was still laying there and that phone, that phone number called like right back. And I'm like, well, that is really odd. And I said, Hey babe, the phone's ringing again. She's like, well, just answer it. I'm like, all right. So I answered it. And I'm answering her phone. I don't ever touch her phone, you know? And so I answered it. And this lady's asking questions. She's like, are you guys open? And I'm like, no, ma'am, we're not open. She said, well, it says on your website, you're open 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. I said, well, that that's for private bookings. And, you know, if you guys <laughs> want to book something, you know, go to our website, you know? She's like, oh, well, we're only in town. And I'm talking to Jonathan Davis's girlfriend. That's who I'm talking to at the time. I didn't know this. Wow. And she's like, well, we're only in town for one night. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a bummer. Well, if you ever come back to Fort Wayne, yeah, I'd like to still have no idea. I'm just like telling you, hey, go to our website and book something. Look, lady, I'm freaking tired. I want to go to bed. You know? And she's going on and on. She's like, well, we're just sitting here on the tour bus and we really we don't really have anything to do and we're looking for stuff to do. And I'm like, tour bus. And she's like, all right, I'm just going to come out and say this. And I'm like, okay. She goes, my boyfriend's Jonathan Davis, the lead singer of Corn. Oh, and I'm man. like, no shit. And I knew that wow. they were in town Monday night for a concert. And she's like, yeah, we, we were Googling some stuff to do. And you guys came up at the top of the list. And she's like, this is right up Jonathan's alley because he, he was a mortician before his band took off. Oh, wow. And I'm like. I'm like, really? And I'm like, you know, I told her on the phone, I said, well, seriously, if you guys want to come look at the building, I said, we'll get out of bed and we'll come down and open it up. And at that time, I think three of our investigators were there actually investigating because, you know, we let them investigate when there's nobody there. So we called them and let them know what's going on. I was like, look, you're not going to believe this. Like Jonathan Davis of Corn." wants to come over and hang out in the building. And they're all like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, but they're freaked out about the whole COVID thing. We got to make sure nobody shows up. We can't post anything social media until they leave because we don't want people coming to the building because if they get COVID, then they got to shut down the concert. And I was like, that yeah. is really bad PR for us. Right. Yep, <laughs> yes, no that kidding. Would, that would definitely be the end of it. Oh, that would have been done. He was just, I'm telling you guys, he was just, the nicest, most genuine guy you would ever meet. You would never wow. think this guy is the lead singer, of one of the most popular rock bands in U.S. history. <laughs> you know, that and awesome. So it was him, his girlfriend Brittany, and then his son, and then his bodyguard. She and you know, I'm like, well, what do you guys want to do? And he's like, well, give me a tour like you normally would give a tour. I'm like, all right. So I gave him a tour of the building. And we just start talking about paranormal stuff. And he's like, well, can we investigate? And I'm like, hell yeah, you can investigate. <laughs> so we pull out a bunch of equipment and he's like, well, what's this do? And he's like, well, I have a few things. He's like, well, let me text Zach real quick. And I'm like, Zach who? He's like, oh, I'm good friends with Zach Baggins. I'm a tech oh, oh, And I'm like, I look at Angie and I'm like, are you, was this really flipping happening right now? Oh, how awesome. <laughs> 
he's like, yeah, he's like, I got one of those, one of those radio boxes, the little ones. I'm like the SB seven. He's like, yeah, I have one of those. And he's going on and wow. on about his house and how he has haunted objects in his house. And he's nope. good friends with Zach and he's texting Zach the whole time. And then by the end of the wow. evening, I'm on, I'm on websites showing him what stuff to buy and this or that. <laughs> he's buying everything and everything you can think of. And it was just so crazy. cool. Is, is, did he investigate? That is a once in a lifetime yeah. experience. Yeah, he was all about it. He he took all our equipment, him and the whole crew, and Angie and I, and we were all going around everywhere in the building and investigating. And nice. he just loved it. He loved it. Wow, that is so cool. And, and hopefully, he got uh, got some evidence there. Oh I, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, there was one interesting thing. So we were. We were on the third floor, and the freight elevator in the back of the building comes to the, the third floor servant's room. And him and his girlfriend, Brittany, went into the elevator because we were getting a bunch of interaction in there. And as he walked by to go to the elevator, the ovulus says, famous music closet. Wow. What? I swear to God, they even have a picture of it. They took a picture of it. I swear to God. I was like, that's pretty relevant. <laughs> right. I mean, because I, I would think so cool. I would think a spirit would probably look at the freight elevator and think it was probably a closet, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cool. I'm jealous. Yeah, I, I really wouldn't have thought that that he would have been a big, mortician? Yeah, big aunt. Well, I didn't think that neither. That he was a mortician or be that big into paranormal. Yeah, wow, I mean, that's so, cool. so <clears throat> excuse me, guys. We're standing in the embalming room, and I'm I, we're we're showing him everything we have and the history of it and blah blah blah. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I know all about it." He goes into detail. I mean, detail on how to embalm a body. Oh, wow. oh kidoki. He's like, oh yeah, you gotta cut this open, then you put this and this and this and this. And sometimes you gotta you gotta <clears throat> poke the organs and kind of massage them to get some of the stuff out. And then as you're draining the body, you gotta kind of <laughs> massage the arm and legs to get the blood flowing. Nice. And then you start pumping balming. I mean, he, I'm like looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 he wasn't lying that he was a mortician because he knew word for word and everything how to do it. Wow. <laughs> so so you're gonna be expecting a call from from Zach then. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't have that's, any demons I mean, in my place, bro. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> it doesn't Too matter. Bad. He he would send Aaron to do it anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if he if he wants to come and, and fake demons, I mean, I guess I love. We'll let him come. And I mean, fake some demons. <laughs> we'll just come in behind and be like, nope, just that nip, nope, nip. Look at me, stop. Nope. Uh-uh. Just over there. I'm taking over. Just sit down. Bye. Right. I, I have to laugh. I have to laugh at him. I mean, they're good at what they do. But whenever he's like, "That's the most haunted, demonist place there is." Aaron, you stay there. Right, right, right. I'm gonna lock, I'm gonna lock you in this room, Aaron. I mean, for all the times he's locked Aaron in all the rooms. I mean, come on. Uh, it's payback so time. We, we had got home that late that morning and you know once we were home we, we took the pictures and you know we made a post on social media on our pages and we woke up the next morning and you know you're, you're cool when you make a post and you get you know four or five hundred views sometimes you get a thousand views on your post and we look at the post and it says sixty three thousand views oh wow and i'm like oh shit like 200 shares i'm like uh-oh the next thing you know, so I have a good friend. She she's on one of the uh, radio stations here. She's blowing my phone up because she's with the rock and roll station. She's like, "You got to call in the radio station and tell me about this corn story." So Angie and I called in. Next thing you know, we're on the radio and stuff, and and they they end up giving us free tickets to the concert. So we went to the concert. They gave one hell of a show. Oh, awesome! 
I mean, so it was just, yeah, it was, a, it was a great experience. Yeah. That, that sounds like it. That's uh that's very cool. And I had to know about it cause I, I'm watching this little thing, this, uh, slideshow on, on your website and, oh, okay. I, and I see, yeah. and I seen him and I'm like, I, I have to ask Nick about this. <laughs> yeah. We've had, we've had some awesome people that, that have come through the building so far. You know, a lot of people have made, uh, videos and, and little documentaries so far. Um, I know Paranormal Quest came through. They they did a fantastic episode. We were blown away by it. Um, and then uh, Amber Lynn came through. She's a YouTuber, and a couple other groups made videos. And we're just, you know, it's just it's just great. We love to hear the stories of other people and what they're getting and their experiences in our building. We right. we want to hear about it. That is, yeah, exactly. And we, we truly care, you know, we're like, we, you know, there's a lot of nights we're like, man, I hope, I hope it's not a slow night for people. I hope they get a lot of interaction and stuff like that, because we truly care. We want, you know, you're paying this money to come to this building. Not only is the building just gorgeous, but it's, you know, we want you, we want you to have that interaction that we've had, you know, obviously we can't control that, but we generally right. want that. So we were, you know, we always worry about that. Right. It's always a worry for any place, but I mean, that's a big place. And uh, from what you've said, all the spirits that are in there and what goes on there, I'm honestly surprised that you don't have a waiver for them to sign. A waiver as far as? Like, we can't control what happens to you once you step oh. foot over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we have waivers. I mean, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, I mean. Most people in the paranormal community, they know that. They know that we they do. Places can't control that, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I always, I always viewed it as, um, how do I say this? How can I be blessed enough for a spirit to talk to me? You know, it's not just going into a location like, hey, please turn this light on. Hey, do this. Hey, do that. <laughs> It's like, all right, yeah. how can I figure out a way to be blessed enough to, to get some communication, to get some interaction? Right. That's kind of how we've always viewed it. Yeah, I, I like the way that's you so you present that. I like that. That that's that's I important. Like that. I, there's a, there's a lot is. of fakes out there. There's a lot going on in this mm-hmm. paranormal supposed unity that mm-hmm. it's just cutthroat. And to see yeah. good people like you. Uh, wanting people to have a good experience and you're not faking anything to give them that experience. That's what's most important. Yeah. And you know, I don't understand the people that, that do fake stuff. I don't either. Like that is a death sentence in the paranormal community. Like if people found out you're like done. Right. Yeah. You are no longer credible. (laughs) I don't understand that. (laughs) Right. Well, it's it's become about likes, <laughs> likes, followers, and ratings. For oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, definitely. <laughs> you know, unlike people like us, we're out there contributing to the paranormal field. <laughs> More so of you, Nick. You're definitely contributing because you, know? you guys have oh, this yeah. beautiful place that you're allowing absolutely. people in, and and that's that's incredible. It's like, I'm going to tell I, you. I, I was going to say that that was huge for y'all to do that, to open it up to other investigators because n- no other places big like that, that have that kind of deep history that I know would just open it up. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you so the number one awesome. thing, the number one thing that uh, out of all of it, the number one thing that we love and we cater to here at the bell mansion is kids. Oh, awesome. Yeah. We, so awesome. we started we started doing paranormal classes for kids. You know, it's it's like Aww. $20, $25 for the kid, but the adult is free. It comes with them. And, you know, we sit down with them and, you know, we, we, we teach them equipment. We teach them how to use the equipment. We teach them the, the proper way to investigate. And then we let them go through the building and, and get their own experiences and investigate. And, you know, wow. it, it, I never really thought about it when we, we opened the building 
you know, people would call us, we're like, is there an age limit? We're like, no, should there be? I mean, as long as they're with a parent and sign a waiver form, I mean, I don't really care. And, you know, we start getting a lot of feedback in the community saying, hey, there's a lot of places that don't allow kids. And I'm like, all right, I get that. Some locations, it's really hard. Like, you go to a really rundown sanatorium that's just really a safety factor for adults to walk around, let alone kids. I can understand that. But if you have just a a fully functional building and, you know, all that stuff, why not? Why not let kids in there, you know, and teach them the right way? Don't let them learn from what you're seeing on TV. Mm -hmm. Bingo. Right. And that's, that's, that's important. I'm not, I'm really not knocking everybody on TV because I know a lot of them and they're all genuine people. But the problem is you have producers involved and you have to get an audience. Uh You gotta, you gotta catch people's attention and ratings Uh and this and that. I mean, and unfortunately it comes across the wrong way. Right. And so, our, our due diligence in the paranormal community, our number one thing is to, to cater to kids, allow kids, you know, that want to learn about this and are excited about it, and their parents are willing to let them do it, come to the Bell Mansion. Seriously. Because... That is fantastic. You know, that's, that's what we love to do. I think that is... It brings the, it brings the biggest smile on Angie and I's face. When we're walking around with kids and they're like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Do, do oh, you, my God. <laughs> that's really a ghost. It's interacting. <laughs> it's just cool. It's wow. Really cool. Do you ever get backlash so cool. about about kids being subject to, uh, you know, the paranormal? Uh, not so far. Not on that. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, and I would expect there probably will be, you know. The paranormal is not everybody's cup of tea. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I can. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. I can't worry about all, you know, we can't, I don't know how we can't put our energy towards the naysayers. Right. You know, people, yeah. can, people you can't control what people say. So let them say whatever they want. I mean, right. we're just going to move forward anyways. We know we're doing the right thing. So, right. This isn't the thirties and the forties, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. <laughs> Like if you saw a ghost, then they'd shock you, thinking you're crazy. Yeah, time. Right. Yeah, times well, have changed. That's mm-hmm. why there's so many damn insane uh, asylums back then. Because you're like, oh, I'm seeing ghosts. Oh, you're crazy. We're putting <laughs> you in this building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a a lot of ridiculousness for being admitted to an insane asylum. <laughs> Things that we do now, legitimately, could get us right, right yeah. into <laughs> one right. of those places. So, yes. But, yeah, man, religion plays a big deal in it. So, you have a lot of people with the religious part. And then, you know, people are afraid to let anybody know about any kind of um, demons or anything that they've had happen to them because they're afraid of ridicule. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you're spot on. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's (laughs) it's one of those things where, I mean, I'm – glad that i've been in this for so long i've been doing it before the the tv shows and i got to watch how people react with it and like you had Mm. said a little bit ago about uh you don't want to knock those guys and and that's great because they're doing what they like to do but those producers say hey fear sells we need to have more demonic stuff and now everything is demonic and evil and (laughs) Right. No, not yeah. everything is, and that's people want to make it out that way sometimes. It's like, why? Why? Exactly. Why? It's really a catch twenty two. You 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 know, you get caught in a raw situation. You get this opportunity to be mainstream. People are gonna see you, they're gonna see you on TV and you're excited, you're gonna be semi famous, but at what cost? Because you might take a hit to your reputation and the paranormal community for for possibly faking stuff and then 
you know, then even after if you only do it for a few years, then you're going around doing conventions and everybody still wants to meet you. And I don't know. It's just, I don't knock them. I really don't. I, it is what it is. It's just, they it just st- is what it is. They started, <laughs> they started out doing what they were passionate about and mm-hmm. it went from the passionate to the ratings. And and unfortunately you know, it's not for 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 them. It's because like you said it's that show is pushing them to do it. Uh, yeah. It would be yeah. like your place. It would be like a producer coming and saying, "Hey Nick, you know what? We can we can make this place so popular, but it has to be demonic." <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, everybody and their brother is going to be like, "I want to see this place." Right. So it's it's yeah. going to go straight up. But what you're doing is, to me, is is better. You're you're not you're not promoting that evil. You're not promoting anything like that. You're promoting this place with entities that mm-hmm. want to talk to you, that want to interact with you, and that's what mm-hmm. you want to give people that, that's that what, genuine that's what experience. They want, that's experience. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean we've 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 turned down some some people and, and some, some places that, that hold a very well-known place that holds a lot of events and stuff like that. I'm not going to say their name, but we, we, we turned them down. We were like, no, no. Oh, wow. You know, we don't, we don't want you coming in here and, and saying things that aren't true. No. And that's, you that's know? admirable. Most people would jump that on is. that. They'd be like, yeah, come on, let's do it. You know? Right. You know, cause of the money, money factor. I mean, I've, Trust me, it keeps, you know, this building, it costs a lot to keep the doors open. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) So it's hard to bring the money away, but (laughs) I don't, you know, I I just, like, we couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. And and that place, it's registered as a historical place, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, I'm sure that, like, uh, money that's made... Like if if we would book the place, that money's going to go into uh, preservation, correct? Uh, that money goes to heat, electric, water. But but af- <laughs> but after the after the after the after the bills are paid, it basically because you have to preserve that historical place. Yes. 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 Yeah, I mean the the building's pretty much for the overall it's done, it's preserved. It's just maintaining things. Right. You know, eventually, you know, this is going to need fixed. This is going to need fixed. You know, if our boiler goes out in the in the building, it's going to cost us thirty thousand dollars. You know, sure, stuff like that. Angie and I have not made a dime off this place. Wow. <laughs> she quit her she quit her full time job to run this place. She doesn't make a dime. Well, you're yeah, making you're making more money. Dime. You're making more money, um, not more money. Let's put it this way: you're making more in people's experiences. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you offer you know, things that other places don't offer. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, so. it, I guys, I looked at it. You know, this is my first opportunity to to run. To be on the flip side of it and, and run a run a building, you know, and this is you know same with Angie. Um, but I looked at it as, what would I want going to a place, amenities wise, as a paranormal investigator? So we looked at it that way and we're like, all right, I would want this, 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 make it comfortable. All right, <laughs> yeah. well, let's go ahead and do that. You know, so when the teams come in now, they're like, huh, all right. That is awesome. Functioning bathrooms. I don't have to go in the woods and try to. Oh Lord, have mercy! Yeah, because I get lost on a lot of these places that they they tell you that their their money goes into restoration preservation, but the places are still falling down. So where's the money going? And it just is like Penhurst and Waverly and places like that. Where they, mm. well, Waverly's kind of a little different. They're having a, a pretty bad issue, but, right? Right. It's just an unfortunate situation. It, it really that, is. Yeah. And it's it's, it's a shame. Cool. 
But some of these other places, I don't really see the money being put back into the place. Except for like I, you know, property I, taxes or whatnot, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for them, and I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Well, right. you're just pocketing all the money." Oh, well, I mean, that's their, no, no, that's their decision if that's what they're going to do. But no, I just know in our case, it costs a lot to keep the doors open. So right, and, and I would imagine <laughs> yeah. it's probably the same way with these with these other places. They probably take a little bit here and there, and they have to put that towards. Um, keeping the place safe so people right. have a you know they can continue to keep going there but that's why i was saying like some places you can't really see the where it's going like where you you have a perfectly restored place and it is being used for that upkeep and for all that kind of stuff yeah, we're hoping to to do like wedding receptions and, and other things down here, you know, down the line and you know, taking the stigma of ninety three years of a funeral home of sadness and death and putting happiness in this building, just like flipping it around completely. I mean, that's just our whole mindset of it. Wow, that's awesome. That's that's really cool. And for on that, Nick, you know what? We're going to wrap this up. But I tell you what, I had such an awesome time learning about you, learning about this mansion, and you know, you're you're a great person. And yes, you're you guys have, are wonderful people for doing this. You're going to have continued success, and I, I, I'm looking forward to see where you go in the future. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is going to be. We have to keep it in touch because this is going to be. I can I can sense it. It's going to happen. Absolutely, guys. I you know, I appreciate the opportunity to be on your podcast. And and uh, seriously, if you guys are up this way in Fort Wayne, Indiana, come, come give us a shout. Come check it out for yourself. Absolutely. How can people Absolutely. reach you out there, Nick? Yeah. You can get us at the Bell Mansion, uh, www.thebellmansion.com, um, oldworldparanormalsociety.com, Facebook. Bell Mansion LLC, then Old World Paranormal Society. Um, we're on every other dang social media thing, but we let all most <laughs> the other kids run that. Me and Angie, the old people here, we we do the Facebook part. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely awesome. I I had a, a wonderful time learning about what it is that you do. And I'm sure that when people listen to this, they're also going to be like, wow, you know, here's a, here's a side of this guy that, you know, people, they look at paranormal investigators and, you know, they don't, they they don't get to see this kind of thing with paranormal investigators. So yeah, it's, it's definitely an awesome opportunity to be able to, to talk to you. I'm sorry, but for the kids, if someone had done that for me, when I was, and, you know, doing hiding all this because people think, you know, God, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. This would have been so much cooler, if, you know, back then we had someone to show us like, hey, it's OK. You're not crazy. <laughs> right. No, I, you're spot on. <clears throat> but, uh, that's just it's an awesome experience. And we've met so many wonderful people. It's just it's so mind blowing. Yeah. You meet them, some people. You're like, all right, you're just a different cup of cup of tea or whatever. Okay. That's, you know, you still, you still give them the hospitality and you, you know, and everything you would for everybody else. You just eat some people. You just don't make friends with. That's okay. Sure. That's perfectly okay. But there's some people that you meet and they're amazing and you become lifelong friends. And it's just, that's what it's all about right there. That is seriously. What uh-huh. it's all about. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. Well, Nick, thank Dr. you so much. No problem, yes, guys. Thank I you, Nick. It. All right, Nick and Angie both. You have a wonderful evening, she, and, and I can't. She wait. doesn't like. She doesn't like podcasts or showing herself, so I always get stuck doing. Them. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We we uh yeah. This was to me. This was a great episode. It and, was, and I man, I just can't thank you enough for for accepting my invite. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. All right, my friend. Well, you have a wonderful evening, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in the future. Oh, yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Nick, so much. You have a good one now. (laughs) Yep. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.
All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Nick Carboni, Old World Paranormal. I tell you what, folks. Go find them on Facebook. They are phenomenal. Nick is a really nice guy. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. It was a great episode. I am so honored to have had him on. And I'll tell you what, folks. I am full of hope for these guys in the future. I know they're going to be they're going to be great. So thank you for joining in tonight and we'll see you on the next episode of Paranomaly.